Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, do we have a great show for you guys today. We're going to have such a good time. We have a uh, director, writer, actor Thomas J. Churchill coming on with his new film, The Amityville Harvest. And then we have Sadie Katz coming on, our favorite. And um, and she's the star of Amityville Harvest. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Ron shaving and getting ready. We had a really rough night last night. I want to thank everybody for all their uh, uh, well wishes for my knee and happy birthday. We'll talk all about that. But let me introduce everybody first, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who's sleeping? That's me. My mic's not on. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. You don't have any headphones in your oh, ear. My. I'm going to be some show. This is going to be the show of shows. Hang on, folks, for a minute. Jimmy, talk. Okay, so we got a chat room full of people. They say we look fabulous. Thank you. Um, uh, so let's say hi to the chat room. B. Claudia from Germany, one, one, who's one. also under the weather. We want to say hi to B. Claudia, Angela Joseph. Uh, Don Hinton, Teresa Sabin from Florida, Anton Country Super is in uh, Australia, Backpack John. Um, I don't know who else is in there because it's going. Oh, I saw Bill Erican in there, um, Suzanne, somebody. I'm not sure who that is. And uh, so hope everybody's doing good. We want to thank you for tuning in. We're going to have a lot of fun today. And let me introduce my cool outrageous. Now, can you hear me? <laughs> if I were 
awake I could. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm sleeping. We did not sleep all night. Now, I'm one of those people, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm shot for days. And um, it's just been a horrible experience that Jimmy's in such pain. And it's been three days that he hasn't had any sleep. Right. Because so, <laughs> I haven't either. So I, I'm going to sleep now. So artist Miss Kim is in the chat room. And Tim O'Donnell, thank you so much for all your nice. I really want to thank everybody. It's been a really a terrible week. And um, coming off of a fabulous week, I had a wonderful birthday. It was fabulous. I hope you guys saw my videos on Facebook and Instagram um, of the fabulous. Uh, what did you get me? I forgot his name. I'm, I'm all some up. creepy monster. Uh, my uh, oh Artemis my or something. Now Christmas. I forgot his name. But anyway, Artemis, isn't it? No, uh, I, I can't even function. Um. Anyway, I also got a, a two-headed rat, a mechanical rat. Eileen Shapiro sent me, and uh, that was freaking awesome. Krampus, there you go, Don Hinton. Thank you so much, Don. I'm like brain dead. Um. So we had it. Also, Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. Hello, hello. Um, so everything was great. It was also our anniversary. We got tons of wishes. We want to thank everybody for all the well wishes. And um, and then I had my knee replacement surgery on Monday. And I'm putting on a smile for you, even though I'm in pain. And Ron won't even look at it. He said it's the grossest thing he's ever it, seen. It is disgusting. <laughs> I want Joe Castro to copy it yeah. in one of his skeevy monsters. But um, <clears throat> even my voice is different when I don't sleep. Uh, I am exhausted. So is Jimmy. It's been a, a hell of a ride. Um, everyone, please take care of your knees. Uh, don't abuse them. You know, Jimmy was a tennis pro for a long time and he was playing tennis and he didn't think about his knee. Now he's paying for it. Uh, you cannot uh, abuse your bones or your muscles or your brain or any part of your body. You've got to really keep your body in tune. It's got to support you till you're 90, 100 years old, however you're going to live. So when you're young, my dog is so sweet, but not right now, honey. I'm not in the mood. Oh, it wants to make out. I can't make out with you now. Yeah, it really is. A, it's a, they, they said it was going to be painful, but it's way more painful than I thought it was going to be. And um, uh, it's definitely not something that you want to go through if you don't have to go through it. So take care of yourself. Also, G. Larry Butler has joined us. Hey, G. Larry Butler, nice to see you. Um, love to see everybody in the chat room. We're going to have fun today. And... Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot already. That's because you're stoned. Jimmy never <laughs> did drugs in his life, okay? Ever. Now they're giving him, I hate to tell you what, but they're giving him painkillers that are like morphine or something. No, titracodone or whatever. No, you, have more, you have more than that, darling. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy's loaded right now. He doesn't look it, but he's loaded. Um, he was very stoned yesterday and acting peculiarly, but he was funny. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Well, it was funny. I mean, in between, you know, yawns, it was funny. It's it's actually very fun. Uh, it, it's it's been a very unusual experience. It was the first surgery I've. Why is it making that noise? It's the first surgery I've ever had. I've never actually had a surgery before that where they cut open anything. So it's very different. And since I don't do any kind of drugs at all, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do anything. So for me, it's a very different uh, kind of experience. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today and all the support, which I think I said that already. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, just, he's just not going to happen today. <laughs> Today's show, thank God it's church and Sadie, dear, 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 good, close, wonderful friends of ours. If we had strangers on, it would be a disaster. Uh, stop it. You got fucking nails. This dog with the nails. What is it? <laughs> got patty nails? Here? Queer. You're like a gay boy. You're a boy with these gay nails. 
like a drag queen. Everybody says they love the pastel. So Ron just got that shirt. Isn't it cute? It's cherries. Cherries. And it has a very, very sentimental meaning to me. Um, my mother had cherry curtains in the kitchen, and I loved it. I used to always say to my mother, Ma, when are you putting up the cherry curtains? And she'd say, Easter time. Well, my mom and dad had a tremendous fight. My father, with his Italian wicked temper, threw the kitchen chair through the window down into the patio. And with it went the cherry curtains. Well, I was heartbroken. I felt, oh, my pretty cherry curtains are gone. So I got this shirt because I said to Jimmy, I have to have it. It's a wonderful shirt. And it was on sale for $3. There you go. I mean, could, Booyah. You, could you go wrong for $3? <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful shirt, but it's a medium and I'm a large. So I wear it open until I lose more weight with the shirt underneath it, which I think is attractive. It's very pastel. Enough about my shirt. Oh, and Buzz Richardson joined us. Hey, Buzz. It's nice. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Hey, Buzz. Good stuff. And also... um. Oh shit! I was gonna say something and I forgot. Me, I'm in the coma, so don't bother me. No, wait, wait, wait. We were gonna. I had something I was gonna say. Oh, I know what I want to say. First of all, you guys, Twiz and White. Very talkative when he's loaded. Twiz and White piece. You guys has a brand new album called Broken Smile. It came out yesterday, so uh, please support Twism because we love him, and I don't know if he's in the chat room or not. And the other thing is uh, JJ Catrone, I was going to have him come on today, but uh, something came up. He was just going to call in for a minute. JJ Catrone is a long, long-time friend of Ron and I and of the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and he said that uh, he's sorry he miss, missed coming on and being in the chat room with everybody today, but that big things are coming and that he's working on a project with me that's going to be coming up soon, and we're going to have right, an announcement. Know. You know, I believe in the evil eye, so don't t- say too much. Oh, JJ just was wanting everybody to know he misses everybody. Yeah, JJ is a really cool guy. He has the most magnificent full-length fur coat, and he promised it to me. <laughs> he promised it to me five years ago. I've never seen it, but now that I live in Palm Springs, I don't need it. But it's okay. It was the gesture, the fact that JJ wanted me to have it, even though I never have it. He's the coolest. Uh, he's a sweet guy and a very, very kind man. And a very, very thoughtful man and always was one of my uh, nicest friends. And he told me to give you a big hug and a kiss. Yeah, JJ's good. That's why, you know, people that think that my mouth is wicked and I do crazy stuff, it's not true. I'm loved by so many people. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a wicked person. And I don't say mean things about people. I just say the truth. If you're a phony, you're a phony. And I call phonies out. I don't like phonies. I don't like to be around phonies, especially in our business, because there's a lot of phony climbers in our business. They're nice to you just for their own gain. And they make believe they're your friend. And when somebody bigger and better than you comes along, they drop you like a hot potato and they go with the other one. Those people I have no room for, no time for, and no desire for to be in my life. I like honest-to-goodness people. Me too. And also, if there is a clique of people that you're in, and one of the clique doesn't like you and they turn the whole clique against you, that's just childish, stupid, very high school, and I don't want to be with people like that either. So for me, I like my true blue friends like Sadie Katz and Church and a whole bunch of other people. And all you guys in the chat room. And everybody, you know, in New York, all my friends there, my dear, dear, very close, sweet, sweet friends, uh, Eileen Big Boobs Shapiro and Billy uh, Hess and Mark and, uh, and, all, and, and all of them, you know, even that crazy blonde broad. What's her name? 
I love her, the crazy comedian, the blonde. She was on our show. Oh, Wendy Stewart Kaplan. Wendy Stewart. Oh, she sent me a beautiful basket for my birthday. Thank you, Wendy yeah. and Sherry Nelson. It was wonderful. Yeah. And also, uh, we want to welcome Robert Dumont to the chat room. Hello, hello. Everybody's coming in. I can't. I can't get it in as, as quick uh, as I can, but I'm trying. And also, wait, wait, before you drink anything, show Don your watch because she loves your watches. He's got a different watch on today, Don. Okay, this watch is as old as the hills. It's an original. I put my Howdy Doody on. Or is I can't that, see it. Or is that the other one? No, that's Howdy Doody. Yeah. This is my Howdy Doody watch. It's an original from like it's an Howdy Doody days. It's from like a thousand years ago. Um, the band is starting to uh, dry out. So I'm going to have to Vaseline it or something because it's the original band and it's the the original. Show it to the thing. Wait, maybe I should take it off. No, I can't. No, there you go. Don, this is for you. Howdy Doody watch. It says it's Howdy Doody time on it. It's Howdy Doody time. Anyway, I love my Howdy Doody watch. I also have a, uh, not a, I have a Mickey Mouse watch as well. And I also have my favorite of all favorites, which is Mighty Mouse. My Mighty, my Mighty Mouse watch, Jimmy and I were at a flea market, and they were selling this Mighty Mouse watch for $5. And I looked at it, and I knew the value of it was worth a hell of a lot more than $5. So I said to the guy, I said, listen, this is a very, very desirable wristwatch, and in auction, it could bring you a lot of money. You should get more than $5 for it, because I didn't want to rob it from the guy. And he said to me, no, no, I don't want it. Nobody wants it. Here, keep it. Take it for five bucks. I said, are you sure? He said, yes, here, take it. Give it. No, give it to your kid and enjoy it. So I thought, okay. And I did. I bought it for, oh, Jimmy bought it for me for $5. And it's worth hundreds. Mighty, Mighty Mouse could be worth up to $1,500 or more. <clears throat> so I collect wristwatches. Yes, I do. I love wristwatches. We also want to give a, a healing to B. Claudia, who's under the weather and had a COVID test, and we're hoping everything works out for you. And we love you, B. Thank you for all your support all the time. You're fabulous. Right. Uh, I am suffering from uh, sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no question about it. If you don't get those eight hours of sleep, your brain just doesn't function. And, you know, at being my age, 50, it's hard for your brain to function at 50 years old. You know, I hope when I'm Jimmy's age, 56, I won't have to have any new <laughs> Also, Angela Joseph says she has a Mickey. I think she said Mickey Mouse watch, and so does Miss Kim. What year, kids? What year? What years are they? And uh, I wish I still had my watch, Teresa Saban says. Okay. I have a Cinderella watch. That's an, uh, what do you call it, watch? Cinderella? I don't know what happened to it. I can't find it. I have to look for my Cinderella. I think I gave it to my daughter Leslie once, and she never gave it back. But the Cinderella watch, it was an an annual award-winning watch or something, you know, when they celebrate them. And the Cinderella watch was pretty. You gotta like love it. I love all these watches. I have like fifty thousand. Yeah, we like watches. We both like them a lot. Yeah, and I have you know Tiffany. I have original Cartier tank. I have uh, a beautiful Tiffany watch I got when I graduated high school from my parents, and that's a Tiffany tank worth a fortune now. It's eighteen karat gold, and it's a beautiful wristwatch. Lady like says she has Snow White from nineteen sixty-five. Oh, I would love that's awesome. Snow White. I don't have Snow White. <laughs> I would love it. But you are Snow White, honey. Look at honey, you. the only reason I'm wearing cherries here is to prove to myself I'm still cherry. <laughs> I'm no longer Snow White. As Mae West said, I'm not Snow White. I've drifted a little. 
You got to like love it. All right. So the snow has drifted a little or whatever the line was. I got to take these glasses off. They're asking if your eyes are okay. They're burning today. I think from lack of sleep and the lights. These, you like you know, we're, Jimmy and I are a mess. We're all broken. <laughs> yeah, we're all broken, but we're getting ready to bring in our first guest. So oh. uh, without further ado, Rebel, you can go ahead and let him in and let's see what happens. Ooh, look at that. Hello. <laughs> Ron falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a rough night. Hello, hello. Say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. you got a nice hey, setup. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, you look great. What a great oh, thank setup. You. Thank you very um, much. All right. So, Ron, time to wake up. <laughs> oh, 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 church. Hey, church. How are you? Hey, guys. You guys Hi, look church. fabulous in those uh, great shirts. Uh, cherries and monsters. Look at yes. that. Yep. Monsters yep. and cherries has it. And you're in your new office space, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It looks Thank beautiful. You. I'm so wearing they, a I'm wearing a cherry shirt because I'm still cherry. Oh, uh, hmm. I haven't lost my cherry yet. Yeah. So don't say it that <laughs> way. That's a Brooklyn fuck you. Don't say that. That's definitely a Brooklyn. Who the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> so hold on. Let's let's. Meanwhile, uh, before we go any further, I'm a little bit upset. Uh oh. And I, you know why. Uh, because he couldn't get sleep in the last few days because of Jimmy's No, date. no, no, because I understand Coffee Cup is not in the film. Let's not go any further. I'm just, that line is why I did the film. <laughs> I loved and adored that line, as you know. It why? should be in there. It should be in it. It uh, is not. It is the best line in your whole movie. It is the most wonderful. <laughs> it, is the, it is the best line I have ever said in my 64 years of acting. I love, love, adore, worship that line, and you know that. But when the, when, the, when the film comes out, when Big Freaking Rat comes out in the United States, uh, we would definitely talk again about it. Um, right now, it's uh, I hear it's doing very well and foreign. Yeah, but it, it's not going to do but you well. Great. You were great in it. Yep, for the two seconds. You cut me off. Oh, right anyway. You were fine. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're amazing. I, Oh, we have to introduce him. Wait, oh, so what? Nobody even cares who he is. Yes, they do. Um, let me say something, Brooklyn style. I'm Tom. I'm Leo. I'm from. Listen, uh, let me say something to you, Brooklyn style. Hey, how you doing? Forget about it. Yeah, let's put it this way: if that line is not back in the movie, two guys are coming to visit you, and if you think Jimmy's got pain in his knees, wait. So <laughs> you see the pain you're gonna have in your knees when they put you on a curb and jump on your legs and break your knees but today we're talking about a different movie i know we're talking about a fabulous movie that i've seen that movie I, I like that movie that you just described Break, yeah. breaking knees on the curb <laughs> breaking, as long as you wear that shirt i'll let you do it <laughs> no but you know in brooklyn everybody used to kid around about get your knees broken up did they really ever break knees on the curb probably uh i i don't i know well, i know from, i tripped i tripped on a curb a few times no but you're from brooklyn yeah are you? Uh, there's no such thing as the like. Uh, what are you talking about? Like mafia? There's no such thing as mafia. No, there is no <laughs> such thing as the mafia. I, I, I knew everybody that they called the mafia. I grew up with them, and they were not the mafia. They were businessmen. They were, oh, no, I, they were no different from Trump or the rest of them. They were businessmen. That's you know, businessmen are businessmen. So hold on. Now we're going to do a real introduction. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and fabulous. Director, producer, writer, actor, Thomas J. Churchill. Hello and welcome to the show. 
Hello, guys. It's uh, officially great to be back on your show. Uh, I love the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell. Of course. And I love your new office. So tell everybody, like, you got a new Thank office. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we are located in Burbank. Uh, we opened up a post house uh, production company, um, you know, where uh, we're full. Hold it. What's it called? What's it called? Yeah, got to give us the name of it. Otherwise, we'll oh, the it. the post house is Lux Angeles Studios. Okay. There you go. Good for you. Congratulations, Lux Angeles Studios. You can find us on Instagram as well. Oh, I didn't know that. I have to follow you on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And so we have a chat room really full of people. There's a lot of people in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. How are you? How you doing? Hey, forget about it. Welcome to the <laughs> Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Tom Churchill. Oh, hey. Oh, now I feel so. And now we have Dave Hughes and Rob Saw. Lots of people joining in. There's a lot of people. It's going so fast, I can't even see it. That's good. Uh, The morning, Maria. Come on in. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to get to the movie because. What movie? The movie of you naked with uh, Chippy Hadron in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What movie? What movie? The movie. You're talking about Psycho? Amityville, I'm talking about. The Amityville. Uh, I love the poster. And I Thank love, you. and did I, I think I saw the trailer with Sadie. Thank you. Sadie trailer. plays a um, interviewer who gets really screwed around. It's I think it's going to be an exciting film, and I like a vampire. He's really skeevy looking. Thank, Joe, Thank Joe, you. Did, Joe did that one, right? Uh, Joe Castro was my effects yeah, guy. Yeah, because he, he does on, the most yeah. revolting, re, most disgusting, revolting things in the world. I look at Joe's like when I saw the rat, I could have thrown up. When I look at Joe's stuff, I I, I get nauseous. He uh, he makes really bloody guts, intestines hanging out and broken. Ugh. He's so uh, he's he's a very talented and creative he's the master. Uh, the master. He's so hang master. on, you guys. This is what we're talking about. Lionsgate has released it. It's called The Amityville Harvest. It came out yesterday, written and directed by yours truly, Thomas J. Churchill. And here's a little synopsis I took off of IMDb, you guys. Um, it says, while staying at an aging manor to research its liquor smuggling history, Christina, who I believe is Sadie Katz, yes. and her documentary video team interview their spooky host, Vincent, but no one can capture his image or voice on video. After shocking dreams and bloody encounters, the crew members fall under Vincent's hypnotic spell. Can Christina and her sister stave off Vincent's dark magic and survive Amityville's deadly harvest? And and you guys, so it stars. These are the I didn't write everybody down, but I wrote down the people that we know or that we've had on our show. Uh, Kyle Lauder plays Vincent. Sadie Katz is Christina. We also have Rufus Dorsey, who we just saw last week at Sadie's birthday. Eileen Dietz from The Exorcist. Jan Burge, Kiwi Bradley, Paul Logan, Julianne Prescott, um, and a bunch of other great people. It's got a great cast and. Congratulations, number one, uh, that you, you distributed by Lionsgate. And from what I read online, because I've read all kinds of reviews and everything, the film. Uh, is being like considered like actual like part of the uh, the Amityville family of films. Well, um, I'm I'm grateful. Um, this is uh this project was very dear to me. Uh, working with everybody that was involved, uh, my my producers uh, on the film, uh, Phil Goldfine and Ben Dang and um. Felissa was a co-producer on it. Yay, Felissa! Uh, yeah, and you know. <laughs> Uh, working with these guys on this film was just was was uh, was really amazing. It was an amazing experience. Um, it was the creativity on the project was great. 
Uh, I loved everything that happened with this project from from pre-production to actually where it's at now. Uh, I loved the way it was handled. I, I just think it was uh, everything that went into making that movie was very special. Yeah, well, you're, you're talking about amazing, this amazing, that. You're, it wasn't so amazing on the set because I wasn't there. If I was on that <laughs> set, if I was on their set, it would have been really amazing because you know how amazing I make a set. Now, I want you to know. I you wear, are amazing. Let me tell you this, Mr. I got snots coming out of my Even that thing. snot coming out is so friggin' amazing. It just sparkles <laughs> with, with, with beauty. Twinkle snot. I now wear, I want you to know I'm the best actor you'll ever know. I now wear an earplug, like, oh. like all the big movie stars. And Jimmy Reed said earplug, right? Earplug, one, uno, little one in there. You oh, don't even yeah. see it. I think Biden uses the same plug I do. But um, <laughs> not, wasn't his name Biden? <laughs> the guy running for president. Um, I have a little earplug now put in me, and Jimmy reads me my lines, and I'm phenomenal. You I go, are phenomenal. They're, call, no, 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 no. they're I calling go, your spot. They said you have sparkling snot. <laughs> yeah, is it showing? Like, my nose is running. You should lack bottle of, that and call it smog, a sparkling snot. No, lack, of, lack of sleep causes my eyes are burning, Church. I'm not wearing You look sunglasses. very much Tony Curtis sitting there with those sunglasses right oh, now. Oh, good. But Tony is dead. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Well. No. Wait a minute. I, I just had two. You eyes guys surgery. look like you're in an airplane right now, like your private jet. Everybody says that. Uh, yeah. I I just had uh, eye surgery, two cataracts. That's why. Did I'm you? Sorry. Yeah. What did you guys weeks. get a special? He goes in for his knee. You get the oh, eyes yeah. no, no, no. no, he got the he got the eyes done before I had the knee done. No, oh. like I said before, I, when I get to be Jimmy's age, I hope I don't need a knee job because it's very painful. But anyway, getting back to my Jimmy, splint, Jimmy looks great, for freaking ninety one. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I love you, Church. Oh, so oh, I'll get you on that one. Danny McDermott has just joined us. And by the way, everybody in the chat room is saying congratulations on the film. Several Thank people you. watched it already. Uh, Thank and it you. Was great because it How, just came out. I, I listen, El, El Cheapo Churchill, can you send us the, the link so we can watch it tonight? I don't, I don't have a link. I, I'm, I actually had to go. Uh, I went to Walmart and supported it and bought it. I'm not buying that fucking film. You're out of your mind. No, we can stream it. No, we can stream it. We can stream it. Hey, let me tell you where it's at, where you can watch it. It's on demand. If you got cable, you can go to your cable company and watch it. It's on playing on demand. It's streaming. You can go to a a red box. It's in the red box. It's uh, it's in very. Yeah, I saw it in red box at the grocery store. How how much is it? Um, I don't know. I didn't rent it from red box. I don't know what red box goes for. I I don't ever get it. How much is it on blonde box? Uh, Blonde Box is uh, when you try to get it, it forgets, and then it gives it to you again, so it tries it twice. No. Um, no, I mean, I know it's in Red, it's in red Box. I, I believe Blue Box also at Walmart. It's there. It's at Best Buys. It's in Targets. It's on Amazon. How, how much is it? It's all different. Every place it, you go, it's going to be something yeah, different. Well, it's if various. It's, if it's under nine dollars, we'll buy. It. No, it's you can get. Well, you can stream it for like six bucks or five bucks. Oh, so we'll six stream bucks it. to stream it. That's a listen. Lot of money. I, I don't care. So how you guys says it's on it, Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's also on um, cable. Um, and then in a few months, there'll probably be other places as well. I, I, you know, I got some great feedback from people that watched it. And I'm very humbled and excited that some of the things they were comparing it to. Um, again, I, I, I think it's a it's a fun, it's a great 
um, project. It was a great film to work on, and I'm glad that the the world is actually getting a chance to experience it. Um, and so tell uh, us something fun yeah, about Sadie. Wait, well, wait a minute. You got Sadie Katz as the star. That film is. That's right. I yeah, do. You got the best. So you're going to have a hit there because Sadie's the best. Let you know, me Sadie, tell you something. Wait, that was the first movie something. I worked with her on. And that was, I mean, we knew of each other, but working with her on that film, I, I Sadie was her. just incredible. She I, was I, I well, worked she's a movie star. Her. I worked with her, and I, 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 first of all, I love her as my best friend. She's like my fake daughter. But working with Sadie was a joy for me, unlike working with certain people I know from yeah. Brooklyn who are directors. <laughs> but, no, Sadie, Sadie is a sweetheart. You're talking about that movie you made about the frog, right? Yeah. <laughs> what was that no, movie called? It Croker, 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 Croker. It wasn't yeah. even a frog. It was some other weird shit that ate uh, uranium and it became. By big. the way, Dave Hughes is in there and he says he's like, he's got like a bag breathing for Sadie. Because he likes Sadie to come on. He loves Sadie. Sadie. Yeah. But I have to say one thing Churchill, yes, sir. Uh, when he directs, he um, he really finds the quality in you and then screams out, give me more of that. And I enjoyed that because I delivered a line that was quite powerful and very, very uh, Brooklynese. And Churchill made me feel good when he said, Ron, Ron, I want more of that. Uh, directors today don't do that. That's something from years ago. That's an old trick that directors did to hop up their actors. It's a wonderful trick because Thank it you. works. And I appreciated that. And it made me feel good. Wow, um, you make me feel good. At first, I thought you were talking about the Croker film again. So uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? They say it's six dollars to rent and eight dollars to wait, buy. It. You know what? The guy that did Croker was such a dear friend of ours. He was such a sweetie pie, and his wife. I liked it. Uh, no, well, we, you know, honest Ron. I don't. If I don't like a film, I don't discuss it. And he was upset about that. He really thought I would promo it. I couldn't possibly promo something as terrible as that. Look, it was fun though. We had a good time. Here's the one thing that I I still every morning I wake up I count my blessings and I'm grateful for being out here uh, living my dream and having the opportunities that's been I've been I've been getting. Uh, I am grateful for everybody along my path and my journey. You guys, I mean Jimmy, I I, I know you guys were going on like almost what fifteen years maybe yeah fifteen years and you know I mean and uh i'm just I'm just forever humbled and grateful by everyone that I've worked with or actually had experience cut, cut working the with cut the shit no i'm cut, I'm, I'm cut being the humble shit. I'm completely truthful. Get out of here. nobody's buying that bullshit yes, they are just say, just say you're happy to know us or you're privileged to know us. I'm happy. You know, you know I, 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 I am very happy that I do know you guys. Privilege, privilege. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I consider you guys family. Absolutely. Yes, I consider you family too. But you know what? I could. And even played. that Christmas party we had, where we sang "We Are the World," and uh, what was the? Oh other my one? God, was that the fun? Somebody was talking about that in the chat room. That was. Yeah. They're also they're also saying in the chat room though for going back to Amityville Harvest that they, that they were surprised that it was a pleasant surprise to see Paul Logan in there. Yeah, and uh, Paul was great. Paul, Paul was, was absolutely great. great. Well, we're planning our garden party uh, for Christmas because it should be cold enough, and I will have completed the work that we're doing in the garden. It looks quite nice. So nice. Like 
Oh, and looks like it was. Say hi to Don Hinn. She said that she met all of us because we were sitting behind her at the Crepitus premiere when we went to that Crepitus premiere, which Paul Logan was there too. Oh, we oh. We, we saw well, Crepitus. Hey. Yeah. The monster I bought you? No, no, that's no. Krampus. Oh, that was the <laughs> we saw that that film, and I think that's when uh didn't Tom Proctor get up and sing during that movie? Yeah, yeah. Tom Before Proctor the, got up and sang. Yeah, yeah, because there was a there was a technical thing going on with the projector, and then Tom Proctor was nice enough to sing his country song for the audience. I had a great time at that uh, premiere. You remember Crepitus? Loreen was there, and uh, no, that was the yeah. Night, we had fun. That's the night they had trouble with something, and I got up and I did a strip, completely naked, and they went wild. Yeah, I ran out of dollars for that one. That was the I, movie. That I was made the twenty dollars that night. That was the movie that you could see the skyline from the basement. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I also liked about that film, uh, that premiere was um, that was pretty really much the last movie. time. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Came with uh, Lorene Landon. Yes, uh, Cohen. Oh yeah, J- uh, J- Larry. Larry. Larry Cohen. Larry yes. Cohen. That was the only time we met him. He was a fabulous. And fabulous. Larry Cohen. I I was supposed rest in peace. I yeah. was I was supposed to have dinner with them with Larry and Lorene, only because of my uh, knowing all the people that he's worked with and yeah. the history of old Hollywood, and I think. If I was doing it sort of as, let's see what we can do, conning Larry into doing an interview, I wanted to do a set the record straight interview. And it would have been probably one of the greatest pieces of work of my day because Larry Cohen produced and knew everybody and, and was Hollywood. I and Sorry, we never got to do it. He passed away. Well, here's one thing. I got to do it. Um, if you go on my Churchill production, yes, he's on uh, he's on the church's Hollywood moments. I got a chance to interview him. One of the stories that he told me was just phenomenal. Oh, I have to watch kid, it. I have to when watch. he was a kid, he uh, he was trying to break into uh, Madison Square Garden um, to watch uh I forgot what it was going on. I think it was maybe the JFK birthday. He was trying to peek in and go in there. No, 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 uh, no. He was not a kid when it was JFK. No, birthday. no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't when he was a kid. But Marilyn Monroe, uh, the guards wouldn't let him through the, the 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 gate. And then Marilyn heard all that and walked right up to him, uh, walked him up at him and said, "He's with me." And she put her arm under his arm and she brought him in. And once she once he got in there, she looked at him and she said, "You behave." And she walked away. And he was just <laughs> shocked cool. that she did that to him. How and cool. I'll never forget well, that. You know, story. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch your interview it's with a, him. It's a, uh, oh, wait audio. a minute! Uh, wait, wait! It's I'm going to I'm going to edit audio. I'm going to edit you out, and I'm going to voice over me in it. <laughs> you can do that. That's legal. So wait, wait. How does everybody go to see to hear that? Where do they go? Oh, they could go to uh, churchhillproductions.com, and there is a section uh, for Church's Hollywood Moments was my show, which is going to be coming back very soon. Um, and you can look at archive shows, and it's listed in there. I awesome. definitely will watch it. You know, Lorraine. and I got a chance to interview my parents. I mean, oh, listen, well. listen. Lorene Landon, as you know, is like my sister. I love, yeah. adore, I love and adore Lorene. And Lorene and Larry were an item for thirty something years, 
And uh, he bought her the house that she lives in. He gave her the money for it. He was very kind to her and very good to her. He loved her very much. But you of know course, there's 4 million people listening to this right now. No, right? no, but it's okay because Lorene has mentioned this. Uh, he, 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 he didn't want to leave his wife. And so he asked Lorene many times, if I leave my wife, will you marry me? And Lorene said, no, I'm not a home wrecker. And she wouldn't do that. So she loved Larry and Larry loved her. It was a wonderful, wonderful friendship. Larry had no, yes, love affair. Yes, it's a good friendship. La- no, I had it, was with- a, it was a wonderful, clean-cut love affair. It was nothing cheesy or filthy. It was two people who met and fell in love. And how many people? For I mean, Churchill, right now, if you found a gorgeous woman that was married and you had an affair with her, well, how, what would you do? I, I can't because that's against the commandments. There you go. Well, Lorene is a Catholic, so I don't know how she dealt with. Her. I'm a Catholic too. Question, one thing, I went out to dinner with Lorene and Larry, and Larry had offered me a script that he wrote. Uh, he wanted me to direct Lorene, and uh, Lorene is part writer on that script, and he was giving us his blessings because he was going to produce it for us, and he wanted uh, me to direct it with Lorene, and I think that's still circulating. And Lorene, if you're listening, I'd still would love to do that with you. Uh, I, I, I don't know Lorene was awesome in my the other project we did, Nation's Fire. She was great in that film. Yeah, but I don't know where Lorene is. I've tried to contact her. She's not coming back. She's not on Facebook. I wonder what no, she was on, on Facebook the other day. I'm going to go to her house, knock on the door. And she she's was, coming here. On. She's coming to the office on Friday. There, well, good. tell her to call me or, or contact me. I'm, I'm, I'm would, worried about do. her. You know, she wasn't feeling too hot, and I'm worried yeah. about her health. Yeah. So hold on. Let's go back. Well, so. wait, I wanted to ask oh. Churchill something, and I forgot now what it was. Um, oh. A Leo? Oh, and, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Single? listen, listen. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Now, if you feel sorry for me because I'm gay, don't. In the movie Clown, what the hell was it? Clown Motel 2. Lorene played my wife, and there's a scene of the both of us. I'm sitting on a bar stool. She's sitting on my lap, deep kissing me and moaning and rubbing all over me. So if you think being gay is bad, fuck you. <laughs> Could you imagine Lorene sitting on your lap, rubbing all over you and deep kissing you? I'm sure Ooh. if it was written in a script, yes. <laughs> No, but we didn't care. We we really love each other. So when we were kissing, we were moaning because it was not sex moans. It was moaning of I love Lorene so much. I love Lorene. Everybody loves Lorene. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, no, Lorene is (laughs) is just the sweetest thing in the world. And Nation's Fire, I thought, was not done right because they cut all the good scenes out, and I was upset about it. Uh, Nation's Fire was a great experience for me, and uh, I enjoyed making that movie. I enjoyed everything with that film. And uh, you can get Nation's Fire now out there uh, uh, right now on uh, digital platforms as well as DVD. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't do the final cut. Um, when you say the final cut, the movie that's you, out there, you, you, Nation's Fire, you didn't uh, edit it. Uh, no, um, no, there's. Uh, I didn't. I just wrote it, produced, and directed the film. Okay, then my my I didn't, I didn't my do the editing. My statement stands. I don't give a shit what Jimmy says. I tell the truth. <laughs> Lorene's good parts were cut out. Period. Lorene <laughs> was amazing in the film. Yes. She's amazing in one second of the film, I agree. 
<laughs> no, she's got she's got a couple parts in the film. No, I mean, we didn't see the, the whole film. A, uh, the the whole movie film. was ensemble. Um, there's a lot of characters in that film that tell that story. But um, on the Amityville Horror. Hang on, am I talking about the same movie? The one that we only stayed for for twenty minutes because we. Is were this at the one where event. she's in the home? The Amityville no. Horror. Oh, I'm talking about the movie where. That's La- not his film. Where Lorraine is in a home. Oh no no no! That's not her film. I'm I sorry. didn't do that. No. It's not Nation's Fire. I'm no, no, no. He's no. talking about uh, Harley Wallen's Harley, film. Harley's film. What's oh, she got yeah. I, Harley's a great director. I met him. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah I love him. He's coming on in two weeks. Oh, cool. Unfortunately, the people that put the money up had say, and they cut Lorene out. Oh. And so hold on. Let's go back, though. It. Hold on. Let's go back. So the Amityville Harvest came out yesterday. <laughs> Yes. No, hold on, because this has been a big year for you, actually. We'll go back to Amityville Harmus because we got yeah, a lot to he talk He had up. me in his movie. So hold on. No, you have you have a movie that I think is going to be coming out called The Step Daddy, where you directed it with lots of people that have been on our show. Vincent Ward, Lou Temple, Sadie Katz, Felissa Rose, Vincent DePaul. That's the friend from... Uh, Vin, I know Vinny for 100 years from uh, uh, Silver Spoon Diner in, in Hollywood when we used to hang out with... Uh, uh, what's the name? Oh my God! This is a lot of your people that you've worked with on it. Though also Rusty Coons, uh, Sherry Davis, Kiwi Black, Bradley, Kelly Lynn Ryder, Angie Stevenson, Nick Gomez. So that's a good one. And uh, when's that coming out? Do we know? I don't have a release date for that, but that's uh, that was actually another great project I got a chance to do. Uh, you know, Vincent. Uh, I love working with Vincent Ward. He's uh, we, we met on Big Freaking Rat. Uh, we knew of each other, and then we met on Big officially Big Freaking Rat, and uh, he was just his energy, he's, he's, his charisma. He's such a talented guy, uh, great heart, and, uh, you know, we you went to the Oscar party with us. Yeah, I, I can know, say, I know. you know, he's I'm my friend brain, as well. I'm not brain dead. I know who he so is. So I'm talking about, wait, Vincent DePaul is a fine actor also. He's been around forever. Yeah. I, I like him. He was at the Oscar party too. Yeah, we didn't see him. I though. didn't see him. We were, yeah. we we used to hang out at the Silver Spoon Diner in in West Hollywood with Shelley Winters, Jane Russell, Mister Blackwell, all my friends that I brought there. And uh, Vinny is a terrific guy. So hold on, you had the stepdaddy, <laughs> then you had Nation's Fire came out like that was like in February, I think. Yeah, there's a there's a few movies on the IMDb that they said that they released in 2020, uh, which they. St- you know, they may be coming out um, in the next few months. I don't have anything to do with the IMDb or, uh, but I know that there's also, I think uh, there's a few things up there, but all of them are kind of, you know, at the window of release. And I haven't, I haven't had a, I had a, I had a great, great run so far, you know, and yeah, I'm, it's a I'm big very year. I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, it's a big, big year. It was a great year for me. Um, you know, we, we've done a lot of great things project-wise. Um, you know, we were able to open up Los Angeles uh, Studios as well. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you get some great things coming your way, and then life throws uh, a bomb at you. Uh, you know, I lost my mom this year as well. Um, so it was, it was, you know, it's it's 
still getting used to. You know, it's, 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 highs and lows. it's, it's called life. Now, what I'm pissed off about is no red carpet uh, openings and seeing all of us together in the after parties, which I love so much. I'm sure out. sometime next year, the beginning of the year, everything will be fine. Uh, yeah, but Rat's not going to have one. Neither is Amityville. You don't know that. Well, Amityville just came out, so probably not. But uh, Rat, you don't know Rat, about When's you know? Rat coming out? Um, I I don't have an actual lock date from uh, the United States. And it's doing well in Europe? It's doing fantastic. Oh, that's and, and you know what's really cool about that film is we set out to do a great, fun, throwback-styled creature feature, and I think we nailed it. Um, you know, the, movie, the movie's a, a fun romp. Uh, you know, everybody involved, that worked on it, everybody involved behind the scenes uh, as well. And, and um, you know, David Sheridan is in that film. Yeah, uh, he's coming on the show next week. You yeah. know what? I think, and I'm not saying it because it was me, but I think our segue was the best. Our scene, our story, because, you know, it's almost like a trilogy or quadruvally. It's it's like different quadruvally. I just made it up. It works. <laughs> hey, Webster just <laughs> called. They want to put that in the next dictionary. Quadruvally. <laughs> I think our stuff, uh, us guys up in the cabin, and he was so funny as the exterminator at the end of the film. The Lenny really, yeah, he was really... Uh, delightful he he made the film funny i i think the film everybody that that was in the film i mean you know what's funny about a project like that is you know it's about you know it's about a big freaking rat and as the the rat you know it's a big creature obviously but everybody else's characters they were likable you wanted to get to know more more about this little family you wanted to get to know about the the, the gangster characters you wanted to you know and it was it, it just it to me it was it was an enjoyment yeah. to go back and do something light and fun and, and and people like it. And the audience is gonna know what the hell is Ron Russell talking about when he says, Yeah, I know that jerked cut. <laughs> it makes no sense. My my utterance made absolutely no sense because the sentence had to continue with you. You look fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I mean, look, look like a wrinkled old fucking guinea. I look like shit. I don't well, think I look good. It's a, it's a, it's a gangster film. I mean, look at the gangsters we have. Is great. They're fun. They. I, 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 I did my makeup to look hard and old, but you took away you look my sexy. Line. You oh, yeah, sexy really? guy. What are you? What are no, you? Like, he is a thirty-four now. Are you thirty-four? Fifty. Listen, don't 50. skirt around the issue. I wish I could be fifty. One Listen. Day. Fucko, you are skirting around are the issue. Don't take my line. Watch your mouth, Jimmy. <laughs> now you're not fifty yet, are you? I'm, Dude, I'm not even. In, I'm not even. I'm still in my thirties. Oh, okay. Here's the shit. How old he is? He took my line out of the fucking. Oh well, movie. we're not talking about that movie. We're talking I about Amy Harvest. I will to my die. I'm gonna make a movie called Big Freaking Ron. And it's no, all about day, you stepping on people, pissing people day, off and saying, hey, I'm going to kick you in the joint. No, the day I die. You got to wear that cherry shirt. Wait, the day I die, my last words will be, he cut my line. And then but I'll you, die. Uh, let me tell you something. Are you proud of your work in that film? 
If I, if my line were in wait, it, wait, wait. no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Wait, my, let me, let me, let me get, let me finish my. Are you proud of your work in that film? Yeah, then that's it. Because you wait. were great, you were amazing. No, wait, wait, if I had my line, it would have come together so Actually, beautifully. Actually, Don Hinton said you were great in it. She's, she's already. Yeah, seen but it. you didn't hear my line, Dawn. My line. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away now, but my line After it is out. Churchill's greatest writing. I mean, <laughs> it's true. When Church gave I me the script, Church, when Church sent me the script, I liked the, the script. It was okay. But when I read that line, I said, oh, this is so me. I've got to do this. I love this line. We'll do and another. I, we'll do another. No, I want that line put back in. Who the fuck cut it anyway? Give me their name. <laughs> he, can't, he can't tell you that. Give me the name of who edited that film. Let's I'm go, go back. After, okay. I'll go I after think the, I think I think the film is amazing. I think it's fun. It would have you been were great. Amazing if my line were in it. Okay, we got it. <laughs> no, hey, if, whole- Steven, if Steven Spielberg cut a line that that you you would have said, would you be upset with him as well? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I would have to said do. to him. I would have said to him. If Joe Kelly cut something out of uh, Clown uh, Motel Two, would you be upset? No, because Joe Kelly would be kissing me for hours, and that would make me happy. See? <laughs> no, seriously, if Joe Kelly, oh, listen, Joe Kelly would never cut a line like that because he knows what's good. I mean, when we were shooting Clown Motel 2, we were knocking on the door so that Joe could answer the door. Well, Joe wasn't coming to the door. He was too slow. So I improvised, and I got my palm on my hand, and I slammed on that door. Open up, Joe! And they loved it, and they put wow. it in. See, Joe Kelly doesn't cut. Fucking lines if up. it was, if it was, wait, shut the fuck up. Joe <laughs> Kelly, does, Joe, Joe Kelly doesn't cut out lines that are good. You have to admit, Church, when you wrote it, you laughed after you wrote that line. Yeah, it's a funny line. I'm telling you that if Steven Spielberg, if Ron was in a Steven Spielberg movie and they cut it out, he would be like, get on fucking Twitter right now and start tweeting it out to, to them. He would be like having a fucking heart attack. So it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, anything. but, you know, sometimes, Ron, I mean, there's a lot of things that you shoot and is amazing and a lot of things that I've written that was amazing. But when we're doing the, the editing, it's not because we didn't want it or didn't like it. It maybe didn't at that moment make sense going into the next oh, scene or or um what's the word um timing you know i mean no, when it, pacing. It made, if the feed line if you know the feed line to me my line was apropos you wrote it that way you wrote it with continuity it was well written the feed line as well as the response line i don't think it was dirty offensive or vulgar there was no curse words in it at all I mean, it was very funny. It was so Brooklyn, and it was right. so stupid that a stupid guinea from Brooklyn who's a, a chopper-upper would say it. It was so character-perfect. You, you know really, what's perfect, right? You want me to tell you what's perfect? What? You two sexy fuckers right there. Look at that. Oh, don't yeah. change. You're changing the No, subject. we need to change the subject. No, when I, see him in, when, the I see, Harvest. when I see him in person, I'm going to give him hair. You, you're going to give me an orange cup? No. Give you hair? I'm going to give him hair, a wig. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I like this. No, actually, I've been, good. Thank you. I've been shaving my head since I was, uh, what, 2000. So what was I, 27? Do you shave your balls too? I have to get you, Church. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> upset about that line. You have no idea. <laughs> Well, everybody else is. Everybody else. Is everybody else to, asking in this chat room? Does he? They want to know. They want to know the answer. 
most men do today. They all say how great you look, though. So he does. Well, thank you. Good. Thank but you. what happened? You were losing all that weight, looking so handsome. Did I'm you still losing back? weight. Are you still? I want you to lose another fifty pounds. I want to lose another seventy-five pounds. Good. It's good for your health. I lost seventy-five pounds, and and now we're still uh, we're still we're still pursuing it. Yes. Good. Good boy. But, you know, I'm monetizing it. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to just stay on the keto. So I'm trying to do other things and uh, you know, watching what I eat. Churchill, listen to an old goat. It's a simple math to this. Eat less, weigh less. Eat more, weigh more. It's all in the eating. You're eating incorrectly. I know what you like to eat: big bobs and all that shit. No, Man. no. Actually, my 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 since. Everything that occurred with my uh, my family and everything else, and I, I've changed a lot in what I do. Um, I got great people in my life, uh, good coaches. Uh, my mentor uh, is is uh, Phil Goldfine, who is my producer, uh, and and he's this man is so amazing in in fitness wise and what he's doing. He's been watching me and telling me what I should eat and how I should operate. And uh, just watching what he goes through uh, and, and the, the, his lifestyle is very impressive. And, uh, you know, I want to, I want to be around. I don't want to, you know, Drop yeah, we want you to be smart. around too. The best diet. You know, heart disease and cancer run in my family, and I'm trying to stay heart away from disease, both. Heart, heart disease will get you. There's no question about yeah. it. Overweight, overstress is the heart. Here's a wonderful diet you should do. I do this when I want to lose weight. Eat a very small pasta every day with salad. Pasta burns its energy. And it burns off quickly. Do not have bread. Do not have cake. Do not have sugar. You've got to eliminate everything else. It's a pasta diet. But make a pasta with basil. With You know, make it a pasta. Uh, what the fuck is it with the basil? Pesto. Pesto. Make it a garlic. <laughs> I like pesto. Make, make it a garlic pasta. Mm. Uh, you know, they're all delicious pastas, which I, I mean, I'm crazy. When I go on a diet, I love it. It's all my good food. But I don't eat any bread, cake, or, or anything else. You will lose in a week about, especially your weight. You'll lose ten to fifteen. Pounds. Well, I don't, I don't do soda. I don't do uh, any sort of carbs. No. Uh, um, I've been, uh, I've been very good. I've, uh, you know, I mean, I had a little bit of a high blood pressure a little bit ago, and that's all taken care of. And I just, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, um, I'd like to see. Down the road, you know, what, maybe another 15, 20 years? I'd like to see at least 50. Oh, church. Yeah. Well, no, no, don't, even, don't even laugh at that. That's not even fucking funny. Well, I want to, I want to, listen, I want to, I want to, I want to be around. I'd like to, I'd like to be Clint Eastwood's age still directing movies. Listen, well, I don't want to be Clint Eastwood's age now, when, when but I'd I, like listen, to, you know. When you're 80 years old, I want to do the remake of uh, Friggin' Rat, and we'll put the line in when you're 80, okay? When you're, I you're would 80. like that. You know, we I'll can be... call it... Uh... Dead Ron working. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, Church, seriously. Yes. Um, you, you, If you take care of the machine... It never breaks down. It's like your car. If you don't change the oil and care for, care for it, its engine's going to go. That's why so I got big forearms. Well, yeah. no. I mean, it, you, listen, you have a long career ahead of you, and your career has not even begun. You're, you. still, you're still a junior. 
You're still a kid at it. Uh, I am. Why do you think Hitchcock did it in two seconds? Come on. No. Hitchcock was around since 1932, and he only became famous in 61 with Psycho. So look at all the years Churchy did a lot of work. I mean, Churchill. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Hitchcock. Hitchcock did a lot of great films, but was never recognized as the master. Now he does Psycho and Bingo, everything after Birds. I mean, I know Tippy Hedren very well. We're good friends. And in spite of the whatever would hurt with him, she liked working for him because he was a director that used to say to her, you don't have to use all the lines. If you feel there's words you want better, use them. Let's see how it goes. Uh, do what you think the character would do. He gave the actor the the, the uh, right to do what they feel is right for the character they're playing. Right. Not like some stupid directors that they think that they're directing it with their mentality. In other words, they're religious, right-wing, whatevers, and they want your character, if you're a communist, to be a right-wing leftist, which they can't be. So you have to let the actor act. That's what they're paid for. Well, that, I, I believe as a director, you know, I'm also I, I call myself a, I'm an actor's director because I do act and I do other things as well. So when I'm talking to an actor, you know, and I want to get them to their to that space, as you are aware, um, I will pull it out of you. You know, I will get you to that space. Yeah. But as an actor, I want you to bring your craft. I want you to bring your tools and I want you to be prepared to what you're going to do. But, you know, as the director, I will help you get there. And sometimes it's a, that's why it's a, it's a, it's an actor and director. You got to trust each other. A director has to trust his actor and an actor has to trust his director. director. Joe Kelly was a delight to work for. Now I'm thrilled and excited because soon I'm not allowed to say what I'm doing, but I'm going to be in a Marcel Waltz's film. I am dying to be directed by Marcel because of his kind of work. Uh, I love the way he uh, sees things. The movie is going to be called. You can't talk about it. Fucking name. What's it going to give away? I don't know which one it is. Well, it's probably the one he's working on now, isn't it? No, 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 no. no. It's it's another one. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I have a big part. It's called The Bride. Was that really the, the title? Yeah. The, the, I'm not the bride, by the way. Oh, oh, shit. I would have said you would have been great. You would have been a great bride. <laughs> so let's no, go no, back, no. you guys. I think I play the father of no, the No, wait, you guys. we got to go back because uh, we've mm-hmm. only got about 10 minutes, and I want to make sure we get – You know, you have to come out and visit church so we can really get you. I uh, I, I, I will be doing that very soon. Um, I got something coming that I'm going to be uh, – yeah, I'll be out there soon. Everybody in the chat room is saying congratulations, though. They're really, like, happy for it all. So the Amityville Harvest, you guys. So so tell We're us. We're going to watch it tonight. Tell us Good. some kind of fun. And I'll let you know what I think privately. <laughs> First of all, it's getting great reviews everywhere. It got Thank written you. up. I have to say, you know, you, you hit it big because Kyle Lauder, um, he's like a two-time Emmy winner, big soap opera superstar. And he's been getting all kinds of write-ups about him being in it. Sadie's getting great write-ups. Sadie is great. Kyle, let me tell you something. The chemistry between Kyle and Sadie is amazing. Kyle, I got to – this is the second time I worked with him. The first time, he's got a small role in Nation's Fire, and he's really good in it. And then in this film, he just – he's he's, they're both superstars. I want to say they're both movie stars. Uh, Kyle Lauder – 
and Sadie Katz in this film in the Amityville Harvest are just tremendous. Uh, it was a delight to direct them. It was a delight watching their craft come alive in front of you. And I think the audiences that are fans of both of them, because they both come from two different worlds, uh, I believe this is Kyle's first horror film, and it's also Kyle's first character that's kind of a, you know, not a good guy. That so, was your first vampire film, right? You haven't done any other vampire films. That I directed, yes. Yes. Yeah, ev- yeah. Ev- oh, no, ev- that's right. You have Mr. Hush. That's ev- a vampire. Ev- everyone, everyone all over the world loves vampire films. You can't go wrong if you do a good vampire film. I hate all these stupid horror movies, but I love vampire movies. I could watch them day and night. I don't like the mummy. I don't like uh, the Wolfman. Oh, the Wolfman is the, I most, like the, the, Wolf the biggest bore of all. I love but it. Vampires turn me on. I love them. Let me tell you something about classic monsters. There's something great about uh, revisiting them. I mean, with Dracula, I mean, Universal Studios put out uh, Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Uh, they shot Dracula in two versions during the same time. They had the the Bella Lugosi they were shooting during the day, and then they when they wrapped at night, a Spanish company for Universal came in, and they used the same set, same script, and everything else. And and I thought Dracula, to me, the universal version of it, is just brilliant. And I told Kyle, because he said, who, who, what should I watch? And I said, watch, you know, watch Bela Lugosi, because he nailed it. And, uh, you know, I, I just think he, as this character in this movie, is a hit a home run. And I think the audience is going to like him. And I'm, will, I'm hoping to God that, uh, you know, this... This goes down with horror fans and mainstream fans as a, a classic film that they would want to watch every year. During they all love. You, you know. All the girls in the chat room are saying, like, the dude's totally gorgeous. No, I just love vampire oh, me? But thank you. No. <laughs> you know what, Church? You too, Church. Church, oh, you. You, you wrote a decent story. You're not doing the, uh, you know, everybody gets killed one by one. You're doing something of a story. Uh, Sadie's there interviewing. It's going to be suspenseful. It's going to be twisty and turny. And the effects and are it's, great. And yeah, so it's going to be a good film only because it's not like the dime a dozen movies that they knock out nowadays with horror shit. You know, some of them are so crappy you could die from them. Well, I mean, look, again, with putting a great team together, you know, whether it's before or behind the camera, putting a great team in front of the camera, putting a great story together, you're going to have a good film. You just, you know, it's the whole thing is when you make a great film, you hope like anything else, it catches on with the audience and the audience comes back and they tell their people and their people tell their people. And before you know it, you got to change it. But you know, as well as I do. It's our first studio movie coming out through Lionsgate. That was, that was just uh, uh, amazing. And, and congratulations on Thank that. You. I mean, uh, church, again, church, church, you know, as well as I do, you could direct and put together a beautiful film. Editing can destroy a good film. If you don't have a good editor, you can because an editor directs your film with you. That's why I like it when a director edits his own work, because he's a lot he of work. The fuck do you <laughs> care? It, makes it, it makes for an Academy Award. What do you give a shit? No. It goes by a team. You know, you no, got a good no, team no, in no, place. No, 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 no. Directors cut movies are always the best. And everybody in the business will tell you that. Because the director 
conceived it. He did it, and now he shows it to us the way he saw it. A stranger comes in, they see it how they see it. They don't see how it was. Look, I've seen some masterpieces destroyed by um, poor poor editing. Editing is a very, very um, important part of a film. They want to know who. Oh, go ahead and answer that if you want. Go ahead. I'll beat the shit out of him. You're going to give me that curb thing. Um, I'll give you that curb thing, baby. You better Again, believe. you know, each, each project you go into, uh, everybody looks to do something great with. Um, and it's all about the team you have. Yes. Um, you know, everything going in place. Nobody sets out looking to make a bad movie. You know, it just, just going to say that, you know, I mean, it just goes by, you know, I mean, there's movies out there that were uh, amazing uh, box office wise, like, like fantastic. And then you're like, I don't understand why did this movie uh, fail? It's just people, the audience, you know, whether they like it or they don't like it. I mean, there's movies out there that are just fantastic that Tom Cruise did. Uh, there's movies out there that, that um, you know, wanted to, for example, let me go back, back in time. Frank Capra, It's a Wonderful Life. It's a beautiful film. It's an amazing film. But when that movie came out, nobody paid attention to it. No, it, didn't become, it didn't become successful until it hit television. The same thing with The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz wasn't successful until it hit when it got another audience. But it was weird. And, you know, it's really funny. And then I'm, I'm sorry to go on a thing, but I always find this great. Um, the director of Gone with the Wind never finished his last two scenes of making Gone with the Wind. Because the studio tapped him and said, we need you to go and take over this, uh, this other movie. Because they got rid of their other director, this other film. And that film happened to be The Wizard of Oz. So the same guy, Victor Fleming, directed Gone with the Wind and then went over across the hall to direct uh, um, um, Wizard of Oz. And I always find that fascinating that this guy, he didn't think he didn't even get to finish his one movie. And they gave him another film that was just and it took its time catching an audience. So the answer to your question is nobody goes out. Looking to like a shitty movie. But sometimes there's dirty politics in film. You have to be careful. Well, there's um, dirty politics everywhere. No, but there's good there's good film and there's bad people in film too. I know a lot of films where the jealousy of another performer, uh, the, the person, the actor, I'm not going to mention who it was, but it was a fucking major star, big, big Academy Award winning star who was a friend of mine. Um I can't even say it. I, I, people will pick it up on. No. Anyway, this I won't even give the sex. This person, no one could come on the set that were better than this person as an actor. That was the standard rule. Actor or actress? I'm not saying who. <laughs> he did that on purpose, no, Church. No, did that on purpose. She, she was <laughs> Church a, is trying to get you to No, reveal. she was a very, not Jane Russell either. She, she was said a, she, see? Yes, I now she. Well, anyway, she was a very good friend of mine and one of Hollywood's most famous actresses. And she only had leading men that were weaker than she. She would never play opposite Clark Gable. 
ever, ever, Betty ever. Davis? You talk about Betty Davis? Maybe I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> um, she, she, she. I, my very good friend Andrea King, who I loved and adored, was my neighbor when I lived in Beverly Hills. And Andrea and I became good friends. And she wrote a book in the shadow of a star, and the star was Betty Davis. And she felt that Betty Davis stopped her career from happening because she was. Uh, beautiful and as good an actress as Betty was. So a lot of people used to say that it's a Betty Davis film. Betty Davis sat in on the editing, and nobody knows that. If she didn't like a scene and you were better than her, bingo, out it goes. She knew exactly how the movie should go. She she hated directors. She used to tell every director, you have no idea what you're doing. I'll do it. And she told them what to do. So there are stars like that. Every one of Betty Davis's movies in the 40s were a great success. Did you know Kim Collins has Betty Davis eyes? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Betty, also you guys wait a minute. And Betty Davis sent her a beautiful letter saying, thank you so much for mentioning my eyes in your, in your, because uh, Betty told me that. Everybody you should bring your show on. back. Uh, the, uh, you're you're one on one with all the. All, all the I am. I am. I'm doing super. I love listening to. Uh, old Hollywood stories. When oh. I went out with Bruce Dern and we went out a couple of times for lunch and dinner, uh, lunch and breakfast, he was just talking to me about uh, Betty Davis, uh, about Marilyn Monroe and uh, the, the story between Betty Davis and um, 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 the, 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 main, the famous fight, Betty Davis and uh, Joan, oh, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. He was on set when when uh, that happened. Uh, you know, they were in the middle of making a sequel of the movie, and a lot of that, and, and just hearing it, and I was like, "Wow!" It just brings you. You want to hear? You want to know what? Hang on, we don't have a lot of time. Well, we this is a quickie for everybody to faint from. The I like quickies. Why, the reason why <laughs> Betty Davis and Joan Crawford did not get along from the get-go was Joan Crawford was bisexual. And Joan Crawford wow. came on to Betty Davis a few times, and Betty Davis was totally disgusted by that. I don't remember reading that. Now, I don't ha You don't have to read it. I heard it with my own ears from the cut. Oh, meow. <laughs> so I heard it. I heard this, but with, just like Tippi Hedren with Alfred Hitchcock being a perv. Disgusting man. See, I, I don't know anything about that. That all well, came I, out. I got, I got it from I got it from the the horse's mouth. Is this? Yeah, say. but you know why didn't why didn't they talk about it when the man was alive? She did. She did. Yeah. Back, don't forget, back then we protected each other in the business. Not like today. Today they say whatever they want about actors and actresses, demeaning them. Back then, if you were gay. Like Walter Pigeon was a homo, and Walter Pigeon used to go to the trailer to get work done on him with gay guys, okay? Nobody would ever dare discuss that Walter Pigeon is a gay man, or Rock Hudson, or Tab Hunter, and the list goes on and on and on and on. We've you know who my favorite gay guy is? Who? You and okay. Jimmy. Thank you. I love Hold you on. guys. Hang on, you guys, real quick, because we uh, we don't have a lot of time here. Am First I of all, to be, am I allowed to come on with her for a little bit and say hi? Yeah, you can come on. Yeah, for sure, her. with a split uh, screen. Um, hang on one second. So, uh, Augie Duke is in the chat room. Hey, so Augie. say hi to Augie. Wait, wait, I got a message for Augie. Uh oh. Aug, Aug, honey bun. I think you should start looking for the white dress. There period. you go. Period. <laughs> yes. Augie, and I, Augie and I have a little thing going on with her boyfriend 
not a three way. We we have a thing going on about. I think Augie's amazing. I love Augie, I love Augie, and Augie with her long red hair is gorgeous. So hold on, Augie's let's great. go before we bring Sadie on. Augie Duke is third generation Hollywood. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, she she's, is. She's so I'm second generation, but she's I am my mother and me and my father and me. Um, uh, Augie is I love Augie. Kisses to you, Augie. Yeah, she's there. Well, my dog's gonna jump. And so hold on, you guys. So so you guys, if uh, you want to like. Uh, find out what's going on with Churchill. You can go to churchillproductions.com. You can follow him on uh, Twitter. His Twitter is at Thomas Churchill. Excuse me. And his Instagram is at Thomas underscore J underscore Churchill. And if you really want to know what's going on with Churchill, go to your local post office and read the sign on the wall. Wanted. (laughs) And if you guys need me for anything, you can call my publicist at World Star PR. Oh, they're the best publicists, and I do have something I need you to do. Put the fucking line back in the movie. <laughs> anyway, now we're going to like welcome our next guest. And, and a no, rebel- I'm not going to promote your film. I'm either going to mention it or say a word about it. Unless you put come on, prom- come no, on. if you promise me, you'll put the. the he doesn't the- get to do that. I, I don't. I don't listen. Don't you, don't you have any clout? It's your fucking film. <laughs> hey, Steven Spielberg don't have clout yet. But you, you, you wrote it. You directed it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it's make just, any if it doesn't wasn't time right, right? If it wasn't pacing right, things lose. Things it get was, there's a lot was. of scenes that are there's a lot of scenes that are on the editing floor because this, of timing. This, this, listen, this was perfectly timed. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna we'll you drop know that. that one. You we're, know they didn't like the we're word. We're bringing because, in. I love you. They didn't like the line because, and I'm going to say the line now for the world to know. No, don't. Do Paulie that. is told. About, no, because the movie's not even now. Don't, don't the line is not in it, so what does it matter? <laughs> well, how do you know the line's not in it if the movie's not out yet? How do you know I, it's not I, in I it? I saw the movie. We get bootleg movie oh. with, with nobody's. Uh, oh, I, can't line, I can't hear it. My, I didn't hear anything you said. What did yeah. you say? Wait, my <laughs> line. Hello? My, Hello? Hello? My, my line was. Is this working? My line was, yeah, I know that, Jernt. That's where the dirty coffee cups smell. No, that's where the coffee cups smell like dirty ass. Now, what's so wrong with that? It's a funny, funny one. <laughs> anyway, we're going to bring Sadie in now, you guys. And, and Rebel, I'm sorry because I didn't tell you we were Wait, doing if you, that. If you said it like that, I understand why they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sadie, how you doing? When I see you, I'm going to grab you. Put in the dirty fucking ass line. Yeah. Who, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? What are you doing on our show? Who are you? Hi, Sadie Katz. Nobody. Say, say hi to Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Church. Hi, movie star. Uh, why are you, why are you on our show? You're ugly. You're old, and no, and you're a nobody. So what are you doing here? But you look awesome. She looks great. She's, I know you look so gorgeous. You know what, Church? I always call her Carol Lombard. If you see pictures of Carol Lombard, she looks like Sadie. She could be Sadie's. Uh, she could be Carol's daughter. Sadie's got a classic Hollywood look about her. Do you know Sadie who Carol Lombard is? Did you know who Carol Lombard is? Clark Abel's wife. She's the one that died in the plane crash when she was selling bonds for the USA. So hold on. Let me do an let me what? do an intro for Sadie because I need a separate first, intro. First, I got to give her a little kiss. There you go. I love you, Sadie. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Sadie Katz, star of the brand new Thomas J. Churchill Woo! flick, the Amityville Horror. Welcome. Woo! Woo! 
That way I can have two always. Golf club. It's like so, three people I love so much that I miss a great Zoom call with an edge. Yes. Nice. Nice. And we have a chat room full of people. Oh, really so people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room because the chat room is filled with people. Now, Sadie. Wait, wait. Let her say oh. hi to everybody. <laughs> hi, hi, Augie. Listen, and you gotta say hi to Dave Hughes because he's no, like I was gonna do I was gonna do the Dave Hughes oh. who drugged up fool. <laughs> <laughs> Sadie. Hi Dave, how are oh, you? Sadie, Sadie, Sadie. I'm gonna direct you on this, okay? Here's what, okay. I, here's what I want you to do. Hi, David. It's hi, David. David. And I wish I were next to you naked. <laughs> Not your naked. Bed, <laughs> really upset but i guess as an actress i'll say <laughs> i sure wish that i was with you totally butt naked i wish i was next to you too. <laughs> hey, hey churchill there are chubby chases be careful they're chubby chases hi david dave you Came and fainted. They're all saying that you're gonna you're gonna kill him. He's gonna like die, oh, yeah. but he's Dave, like loving David it. You better have a towel with him. That's pretty great. Did you, did you know that he, yeah. he, David is in the UK? He stays up all night for this show just to see our girls. <laughs> he's a fucking really? he's a perv, a real perv. David, you're his first. You're his first and his favorite. So all right, so. so you you got a brand new movie, The Amityville Harvest. Tell us something cool about working with Churchill since he's on the line and make it nice since he's actually here. Lie a lot. <laughs> I, I always love to make it nice because I, I, so I saw the movie last night, which is rad, but I, um, for the first time, and the thing that I love about church, I call him church, I don't know why, um, it's my pet name, um, besides King. I, I so he is really involved sometimes directors don't want to direct their actors so you're just like okay I'm, I'm gonna go for it and it's like I'm running this is my favorite thing I'm running you're running from you know I have this hair sorry um I'm running from this bad guy I won't give away everything and you know Tom church is like running next to me and he's you know he's feeding there's something in theater that doesn't always happen and i don't know why is sighting you know especially if you're doing mos without sound someone going the bad guy's coming he's coming more 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 and when you get like that as an actor you get really amped up in these scenes when i was watching the film i was like I was like, I'm so scared. Am I too scared? But then Miles was like, well, it's great because the scared are you, the more the audience is scared. And I can get really scared because I'm a scared person. And and Thomas kept like getting me. He kept like getting uh, in my head. Yeah. Sadie, when that bad guy was running after you and coming and coming, did you charge him? <laughs> <laughs> It was 
It was a long time. You, know you, you, you wrote on Facebook today that our show was crude, and I thought, how she, dare she? We're the furthest how thing from crude. We never use pornograph- uh, pornography, uh, prof- <laughs> profound <laughs> words. Profanity. We, profanity, and we behave like gentlemen. Where is she coming from, this bitch? But anyway. <laughs> so real quick, Sadie, we have a Don Hinton. I don't know if you've ever met Don Hinton. She's a fan of the show, and she's a big fan of all the horror <laughs> people. And uh, she, so just say hi to Dawn because she's like, she's like, I want to say hi to her. She's so, you are so fabulous and supportive. And every time you're like, boom, right away commenting, which you know what? Sometimes sets the bar or ball rolling. And I think you are an amazing spirit. I hope I meet you in person, but thank you. I couldn't thank you enough. Thank you. Cool. We, she we said pe- she loved Clown Fear and she loves Wrong Turn Six. <laughs> no accounting for taste. Well, we, <laughs> we, we, all my babies. I love all my babies. Thank you. We, and you we, know what? Super fun. We paid her a lot of money to say those things. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, she loved Clown Fear. We paid oh, well, her a lot. We paid her a lot for that one. <laughs> Oh, I would never talk bad about my movies, but I, like I don't either. I could you like, see. Wait, did you really like Clown Fear? Me? You're talking to me? Yeah, yeah I actually. You didn't, you didn't think it was I loved too it. long. You didn't think it was too long. It should have been cut down. I thought it was well written, and I thought it was great, well directed. Well, Sadie wrote. Of course, Ron Russell was in it. It was superb. And and there was a lot of my friends in the film, and I thought they were fantastic. I thought I thought the movie it was great pacing and all. It was it was a good horror film. No, it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm still good. pissed off at that film because of Sadie's greatest work wasn't shown. I was the minister marrying her, and she's facing me, and when the guy tells her, I'm not marrying you, you're a fucking whore, or whatever he called her, and she caves in. She did a brilliant job of, of being hurt, the eyes tearing, the body shivering. I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be the best thing to see. Well, when I went to see the film, they did the over-the-shoulder shot of Sadie. They didn't put that in. That, to me, was was malice. That, to me, was done deliberately by that stupid guy who was her partner, whatever the <laughs> fuck his name was. That he, Ron, that he, that he, Ron, that he did, you have to minute. say nice no, wait a minute. No, I don't no, say no. nice things. No, I never, I never say nice things about bad people. He didn't want Sadie at the red carpet. I told him, if Sadie's not at the red carpet, I will blast you. All over the fucking. Who are we media. talking about? Ing Ing Wing, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> oh. But Clown Fear was. Uh, I liked it. It he came was out. Pet- Lions, he Lionsgate was, put that out. Yeah, Ron. I'm so I'm so happy for Lionsgate. They didn't know the background. <laughs> they didn't know the backwash that was going on at the time. You know Actually, what I want to is- see? I want to see a movie about that minister. I want to see. I want. I want to. I want to write a movie about that minister that what was in that movie. Ron? All about the Ron. Yeah. What was What was your name? Father what? Reverend what? Scumbag, I don't know what the hell it was. Can you Minister imagine McFadden. Minister Minister McFadden. McFadden. How about we gotta make we, we make a film where you're the reverend and you anytime there's a bad thing with the bride and the groom, you hunt them down. And vengeance Actually in coming. the chat room, they said they like Clown Fear because it was an opportunity to see Sadie and Ron together in a film. Oh, I love the fact that I worked with Sadie and Augie. I, I mean, can't wait know, for you to walk her down the aisle. I want to see that. I will uh, Sadie, am I still walking? I want, I, well, my uncle will get mad, but I want you to marry us. Oh. <laughs> I can't marry you. I'm not a minister for real. I want you to get ordained. You will be the funniest minister. 
I'll have to be like. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought that I, would be good for you to be the minister. Wait, oh, I, that would be great. I thought I was walking. Honor. I thought I was walking you down the aisle with I your uncle. I, the two of us, you said. Mm. One on um, you are putting her on the spot on TV. It's not no, nice. How about Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she, she said this to me, and you know, you can't tell me something and then renege it. I hate you. So, I, I, do I want you to do something bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get ordained together. Let's get ordained no, together. I'd love go, to marry people I, too and I'm say, hey, go, do you? Do you? I'm going to. I'm gonna, go to, I'm gonna go to your wedding and drag and steal the whole show. Now I want to well, see that. That's a great idea. Now I want to walk you I'll down. Be the your aisle. maid of honor. Ah, uh, okay. I love. You know what? Never Boom. gonna happen. Never Boom. gonna happen. Listen. What are you talking about? It's happening. It's on. No. When, yes. when, when are we gonna see you? We just saw you last week, but when are we going to see? Oh, you happy, again? happy birthday, Sadie! It we was did, her birthday last we week. We went to her birthday oh, party. I got this great gifts. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like it's so great outside. No, no. Paul Revere called. He asked who took his lantern. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I went to go church. Let, let me say something so corny. It's so corny, but it came from the bottom of my heart with so much love. When I presented it to Sadie, I said. Let this lantern light your way to stardom. And, and, all, and all the stars in it are you because you are a great star. She's she going to, she's going to be in lifetime with Ed Asner soon, which is legit TV. Something I cannot wait to see. Sadie Katz, I've worked listen, I work with Sophia Loren, so I can talk about big shot people, okay? It's called a Fargo Christmas story. A Fargo Christmas story. I, I, work, I work with Sadie Katz and Augie Duke. Was that and, I will work, and I will work with Sadie and Hi Miles. Oh, Hi Miles. Wait, I, I will work with he Sadie. Watch my interviews is hilarious. He's like, I gotta listen to that bitch talk all the time. Or he says, <laughs> You know who else is in the movie though? A Fargo Christmas story is Ed Asner. It's also got Robert Donovan, who was the priest in Artist the Art of the Dead. Yeah, he's who I shouldn't really have been in that movie. Oh, I loved Dawn of the Dead. That's the Mahal yeah, Brothers film. I like Dawn of the Dead, too. But for me, this year, Blind is the number one movie. I adore, love, and worship I, I, the, the Amityville Harvest. The Amityville Harvest? The Amityville Harvest. Oh, no, hold on. Starring Shady So hang on. Go back, you guys. So Shut the fuck up. No, I know I'm talking. No, I don't give a shit that you're talking. You're talking, a fucking though. bore. Joe Castro is, is trying to get in the chat room, and he's saying oh, congratulations God. and a shout-out to both of you guys. And Wait, congratulations. I have to clarify Love something. Love you, Joe Castro. Before, before I'm crucified. Special fact. Now, I'm asking everyone to be silent, please. I don't want to be crucified for something I just said. So far... Blind is my number one movie. I have not seen Amityville Horror yet. Harvest. Whatever the fuck it's called. Harvest. Tonight we will watch it and see. If it's as good as Blind, I certainly will tell the truth. There you go. You'll set the record straight with Ron Russell. If it stinks, I just don't mention it. And Sarah Lynch does a lovely job. Marcel Waltz, who is my director in Blood Feast. And it looks beautifully shot. Great location. What movie is that? Blind. 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 Oh, Blind is fabulous. And Sarah French did a fine job in that. You know, another actress would have been hysterical and thrown her acting out. Sarah brought it in, and I felt, oh, my God, I felt like I was inside her. And don't get cute. 
church. I felt like <laughs> I felt I like you I felt like I was inside her, feeling her pain of being blind. And the poor bitch didn't even know this man is in her kitchen. I mean, it was a wonderful film. Actually, uh, I, I love Mars. I love Mars. So, so no, church, he was in the kitchen. The refrigerator. Caroline Williams was great in there. So was Tyler. Yeah. And Sherry Davis. She's great. Sherry Davis. Marcel was a great director. It's a different style movie, though. Well, you know why Marcel directs. Marcel is a European director. Don't forget. And I am a fan of European directors. They have I got quality. European blood in me. Yeah, you're a Guinea like me, but. Hey. They have quality. We we're allowed to say Guinea, just like the blacks are allowed to say. You know what? So we I can't, can't hear say it. Is this on? Is this on? Hello. Yeah. Right. yeah. No Hold on. I want to go back though. No, I want to go back. So let's talk about Amityville Harvest because Blind is coming out, and we'll be advertising yeah. that yeah, later. Right now, we're talking, right now we're talking about the Amityville Harvest. It came out, released by Lionsgate yesterday, starring Sadie Katz. So, Church, give us some. Tell us something oh, cool about what. T- tell us something cool about working with Sadie. Yes, I'm going to say something, and I'm going to bow out on this because I want Sadie to have her turn uh, uh, with you guys. That's down to dirty, too. Hey, <laughs> nice. Um, so Sadie Katz was absolutely uh, a pleasure to work with. As I stated earlier, she, uh, I, we've known each other but this was the first time we actually worked with each other and uh, you know, trusting her to do, to come to, to bring out the, uh, the character of uh, Christina. Um, I thought she, she did an amazing job. She, she hit a home run. Uh, she brought a lot of energy to the, to the film. She brought a lot of charisma to the project. I honestly, in my heart of hearts, it was a privilege to direct a movie star like Sadie Katz. Did you there see you the film that she made in Italy, in Genoa, Italy? I loved it. I loved it too. Uh, Megan. I said, Megan. I mean, she did such a brilliant job and I found out why there was a little bit of a problem. The script was written in Italian. No, no, no. The script was written in Italian. Now, when you act in Italian, it's Anna Magnani style, Sofia Loren. It's very... Blah, 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 blah. Sadie in the translation, they wrote it in English, had to project again her wonderful self. Yeah. And that's what she did to make those lines have meaning. If she did it in Italian, she wouldn't have had to work so hard. Just and like Sarah what, French with Blind, her script is in Braille. Absolutely. You know, I, I so appreciate an actor who's good. <laughs> when, an, when an actor is really... That was funny. What did he say? He said, just like Sarah French in, in Blind, her script was in Braille. <laughs> that was very funny, Church. I love no, I love Blind, though. But yeah. I find when an actor gives me such a performance like that, I'm the biggest fan. And I hate bad acting. I hate people who read lines and think they're actors. They stand there like marionettes. Ron, can I interrupt for one minute? Can sure. you fix your shirt? What's wrong with my shirt? My just, tits just, are hanging No, no. You're all wrinkled. I don't like you looking. But I am a wrink- I'm, I'm old and wrinkled, baby. No, baby. So you look guys, at you. look at the pizzazz. While, while we have Church on the phone, you guys, please check out Am- the Amityville Harvest. You can follow him on Twitter at Thomas Churchill, Instagram at Thomas underscore J underscore Churchill. We want to congratulate you on the new film, dude. We're uh, really you. proud proud of you. Everybody in the chat room is loving it, and everybody. And, go I, out and, and I really can't wait. Thank you. Seriously, no bullshit. 
I cannot wait tonight to see it because I know I'm going to enjoy it. I well, love when you Vampire guys watch movies. it, give me a call. I'd love to I hear will, it. I will. We will. No, I love Sadie and I love Vampire movies. So right there, you got 50% of and my so love. You, and you guys, go on IMDb and give it a 10-star rating, you yes, guys. Yes, please. Uh, so go on yeah. IMDb and rate it. Let's give it lots of stars and everybody go support it. And Tom, love you, you, dude. Thank love you so you. much. Thank you very well, much. Love you. Soon, Hi, Sadie. Sir. Sadie, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Yay, Sadie. What's Love up? The best. Hey, guys. So I have- Sadie Katz, yes. I, have, I have met a million people in my lifetime. Famous people, not such famous people. Wannabes or words. I have got to say that you are one of my top 10 favorite people. You are the nicest, the sweetest, the kindest, the most thoughtful, caring human being I know. And it's for those reasons that I'm mad about you. I love you. And I do feel that you're my little daughter. And that's not a smoke up your ass thing. I just want your fans to know that you are beyond an actress. You're a great person. Aww. And I mean you know that. So funny? All, all my pictures that are with you, uh, and Jimmy, but honestly, I look giddy. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy. So when I go through them, I'm like, you guys feel like home. So, well, you feel this. I want to say something that you said to me at your birthday party that really moved me a lot. Uh, we were sitting next to each other, and Sadie hugged me and she said, Ron, promise me you'll live to be 160. And oh I God. said, No. 120. She said, no, no, I want 160. Uh, to somebody my age, that's a wonderful love statement to have been made. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still up, moving by. I can still get teary-eyed from it. Sadie, you're, Miles is so lucky to have someone as wonderful as you are. And you're so wonderful to have a nut job like Miles. And the two of you together are two crazy people who really get along. And what, what is that? Well, we don't always get along. We're not perfect. But he because he has a new show on oxygen and i came he came home today while i was working and i'm showing this off it's so like, he got he took know, it he took the one he wanted oh, wait is, is this the one he wanted no this is he got me this card that says oh. thank you for sitting by me through the this hard time all my love always and unconditionally miles Isn't and that's sweet you know when i'm with you two when i'm with when i am with you two miles never takes his eyes off you for a second you walk his eyes follow you you sit and he may be talking to somebody in the kitchen and you're in the living room but he's watching you from the kitchen that's love that's love and he's also making sure i don't drink too much (laughs) well listen you know you're not perfect He's amazing. You know, he's amazing. And I don't always give him the credit he deserves, but um, he puts up with my crazy ass. And, uh, you know, same, I'm same here. You know, you and I yeah, could be right? twins. We're the same. We're the same. We could like, be twins. Yeah. I, like sometimes you look at Jimmy and everyone goes, oh, poor Jimmy. And I'm like, poor Jimmy. Ron's amazing. He has to put up with him. But then every. Now, Jimmy, like Jimmy just had knee surgery. Are we allowed to say that? Yes, and, we talked about it. Oh, you did? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's so hard because Ron, Ron wants to buzz all about town. He's like, fuck COVID. I'm going to live. Um, you know, he wears his mask and stuff. 
I believe uh, that we have a number when we're born, and that number will be no matter what. And if my number is up, it's up. And I'm not going to sit home and rot and waste the few years I have left worrying that I'm going to die. Death is inevitable, period. Yeah. Well, now, I have a lot of thoughts, like, you know, about that without getting political. I, I want to talk about your show you're doing now. I just saw it on Facebook today. You're going to be doing what? Tell me. Token White Girl Podcast. What is Token it called? Token White Girl Podcast, which I hope people don't think is racist. I'm being ironic. Oh, the, the, the assholes will, but that's okay. Fuck them. I'll be like, I'm being ironic. I can't, but I can't remember what movie it's from. But um, yeah, only because like you really inspire me. You guys, obviously, I've been in your sh- on your show a bunch of times. And um, I just... Like, I was just on the great love debate, and I had a and we didn't really talk Hollywood at all. I was just giving dirty advice from a mailbag, and he was like, Why aren't you doing a podcast? I said, Well, because everyone has a podcast, and then <laughs> I, I have. I have to get my opinions out and I don't know, I'm hoping people will watch it, but I also wanted to talk about, like, you know, with like about being a, a white chick right now. Cause we're like, we're really like the enemy. So I wanted to do it in a fun way, like an open Joe Rogan way. Like I'm going to talk about love, sex, pumpkin spice, you know, state of the union, um, being a little bit naughty, but also, um, you know, talking to other girl boats. It, like we're, I, I have a couple friends, um, Kim Grosso, who is a, a novelist, New York Times bestseller that I think it would be really interesting to talk to. I'd love to talk to you guys, but I also want to, like, I have so many opinions and I need someone to listen to me. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> so do I, but you get in trouble. So I know I have to be careful, but like sometimes I just in this role and I'm like, I got to talk to someone about this because I don't understand why it's this way. Like the whole Karen thing. I'm like, you know, it, it, like, why are the Karens all ugly with bad haircuts? Because in L.A., <laughs> if you're good looking, like, you know, one puts you on video if you're good looking and calls you a name. She's an entitled bitch. But Karens have become, sorry, I'm, I'm moving around. Karens have become like just they have to have like a bad haircut and i'm like they probably have five kids and are on meltdown mode and need mental help and no one's helping them like like ron and i we like you know i could see myself losing my shit and i'm like no like, you're gonna lose your friends because I, half of the palm springs doesn't like me anymore because of the things i said they thought i was talking about them which i wasn't anything i say or write is just in general i don't p- depict the person but i wrote the other day if the shoe fits wear it and i guess they thought i was talking about them so they must be the fake friends that i referred to <laughs> so be careful sadie people, yeah. people, will turn, people are going to turn on you you're going to get a lot of nasty people that come in with a lot of mean insults and well, just let it go don't don't let it get you maybe i so like everyone you know i get some reviews sometimes and i'm like i'm naked like i'm literally naked in this film not amityville harvest and i'm giving it my all and sometimes someone will be like 
the Libra's just so annoying, her voice and her this. And I think it's kind of funny because I'm like, you jumped on the internet to insert like, wow, that's that's great. That means you were passionate about something. Um sometimes think it's someone I went to school with or like <laughs> I'm like I'm like, I'm still in your mind, bitch. Uh so, but you know what? There is no female Joe Rogan, though. There that's is no- who I want to be. I yeah. want to be that. Like, I'm really into politics, but I always tell people, why can't we see both sides? So I know I have to play that kind of safe, but I'm super love Joe Rogan. I love um, Tim Pool's getting a little bit more on the right side, but I'm kind of fascinated um, by by the fact that people think people should be canceled. People think that, you know, I don't know anything more than anyone else, but I'm, that's like my favorite thing besides um, acting and writing. So that's my third is politics. I'm, I'm a politics junkie. It's bad. It's really bad. Well, it's very dangerous today to discuss it because people are, inundated or mesmerized or brainwashed into thinking that everything that is said pertains to them and it's an insult and they the the lack of humor is gone today back in my day we could make fun of each other and nobody cared we laughed at it because human beings are funny they're funny people and there are many things about a human that you can find funny today watch your ass don't do it because they jump up and scream racist or i mean i was called a racist and you know that's the biggest joke of all i mean who has more black who has more black friends that i love than me and Jimmy, no. So hang on, Sadie. They, in the chat room, they want to know when are you starting it and where are they going to listen to yeah, it? Yeah, I want to watch. Well, here's the thing I'm afraid to launch it without having, like, like, and I'm open to this. I want to have my logo. I want to know should I do a plain background like this? I yes, think I experimented this with is very, This is very effective. So, and launch it maybe. I, I need someone to run the board, right? So I'm a little bit like I talked to someone in the room, but I think I'm gonna be just on me, like how Rogan started, and then invite other people just to like introduce myself. But it's really intimidating because I can fail for a while. I know it takes a long time. It takes a long time to get listeners, but like we'll help promote it. I don't think you're gonna fail. I think you're, you're not gonna s- fail. You're charming, you're adorable, you're, you're beautiful. You a, beautiful is besides the point. She you have a quality that brings people to you. Um you know, my daughter Deirdre knows you forever. And she just said, you know, it's a probe. I said, What was Sadie like back then? She said, Oh. I said, Oh, I heard. no, I said, no, wait. I said, Deirdre, I heard that you were oh also. She said, Oh yeah. We were oh, wild. Okay. We were what my daughter and Sadie know each other from 20 years ago. Um, so you both were wild, wild. We kids. were wild. We wild, wild, wild girls. Running around the pool naked. I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a crazy exhibitionist if I want to be. I'm getting less than that now, but um, because I am. I'm 80 years old, still running around naked. So you, you never outgrow it. 
But I mean, you know, I'm dying to wear the dress Leslie gave me, which is that pink number that's gorgeous. But I hold on to things sometimes where I'm like, you don't want to waste it. Like you want to make sure it's good. But yeah, I, I'm really excited about the podcast because it's a new challenge. And, you know, either I'll get a lot of flack, no flack, which would be bad. Um, or, you know, I, it will be a learning curve. Like today, this is like I messed with this lighting for an hour and a half to kind of think, you know, you guys have great lighting. I, so right now, your lighting is good. Yeah, you look really good. You look beautiful. And I love that the fact that you're wearing this. Wait, you're wearing the black scoop neck, which is blended with the black background. So you look like a cameo now, an oval cameo, which is very, watch when, when you watch the show in, in rerun, you'll see how good it looks. It looks great. Well, I'm in this weird 70s jumpsuit. Like, look how funny this thing is. I shouldn't give this away because everyone hates it. But I'm funny, like, jumpsuit. No, it's normal. It's like, it, it's normal. And this is, what's funny? How do you guys go? The only thing you need, to do, you, need, you need to get a stronger signal because you keep bouncing oh. in and out. Your voice stops. Yeah, you need uh, to hard, you have to hardwire it. Actually hard, go from your router hard, into hard, your computer. Yeah, hardwire your wire. And you won't have any problem at all. Because you're, how you're, do you do you're, you're freezing. I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to do it. It's easy. You're freezing, going, freezing, going, freezing. Oh, no. Yeah. Can and you that, hear me normally? No. Well, you just have to hardwire in and you'll be fine. No, All right. Yeah. You know, Jimmy and I are probably coming into L.A. next weekend for, for a day because we go every weekend up to Santa Clarita. And um, if you if you guys have time, we'll stop by and of we'll course. show you what to do. Yeah, we always have time. Always. Yeah. We'll show you, we'll show you how, what to do. Everybody in the chat room is saying they'll all subscribe to it and listen. They think that it's no, that, no. That, that, oh. fabulous. And there's a lot of people in the chat room. And there's a lady named K Kyla Robel. I'm not sure who that is. Um, but she says she can't wait for the podcast. And uh, everybody else who's a regular, they all say that they will subscribe to it. Everybody like oh. loves you. Everybody kind of like 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 uh, just goes to you anyway. So I think no matter Sadie, what you talk Sadie about, it, it'll is, be fabulous. Sadie is honest and sweet. And sometimes naive. And they are very beautiful qualities. Also, I wanted to say when we go to Santa Clarita, if um, Felicia is in town, because she was out doing that dead thing, signing books, pictures, we'll visit Felicia. You, Miles, come with us. We'll drive up. Oh, actually, Kyla, Kyla, Kyla is Tatnus's, uh producer. And Tatnus is oh. in the show. He said he wants you to come back on his show. And, yeah, I would um, love to. Okay, I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Familiar. Yes, Tatnus so, is cool. Yes, Tatnus is cool. You guys hooked me up, um, and who's amazing. And I'm, you know, it's funny as Eileen will send me a text in the morning and be like, "You're on today," which I love. Um, <laughs> you know, but I'm excited to do it and to also get feedback. And you know, like. It's hard because you want to skip around topics all the time, and and um, I don't know if I want to use it too much to promote my movies because I feel like I no like I them. No, you, no, this is a whole new personality no, you you're coming you out. Mention, no, you mention your films as they're coming out. Period. You don't hop on it. But here's right. what I here's what I feel I have done, and Jimmy, 
because of who we are, we have created a Warner Brothers studio. We have our friends that all work together, directors together, and and it's nice. We're our own syndication. And Jimmy has a couple of movies coming up. I understand you're going to be in one and possibly unite. I don't know if we're together. And it's going to be nice that we all help each other. And do, we're not jealous of each other or in competition of each other. It's stupid. Uh, all you girls get along. I mean, Augie loves you. You love Augie. Sherry loves you. I mean, everybody, it's not a, there's no bitches here. It's not a competition. No, I mean, there have been a couple of bitches around, but they're not longer around. Right. They have, they have gone with the wind. But, you know, so I feel that we are all a, a company of players. And I love that. Right. Uh, Joe, Joe Kelly is in, is included. Church is included. Uh, everybody. And it's so nice to have work, work, work friends. Work friends is nice. Yeah. Now, you said that Miles had two things that he was uh, looking into. Did he get the one he wanted? Um, He got one still up for the other one, the one he's doing. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm allowed to say, but no, I, 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 no, just want to know, I just want to know, did, did he get the one he wanted? Um, it's going to be after this, hopefully. So, I mean, he's such a hard worker and he's working from home, but this is such a scary story that I swear to God, I can't be in the room. It's, it's true crime at its craziest. So I think it will be riveting. Um, yes. It's riveting. It's it's like when I hear it, I feel triggered. Um, it's kind of worse than any movie I've done. Except I did just film a movie the other week where I was kidnapped, tortured, and my head cut off. And that oh. was... No, but, you know, there's an underground... Uh, cult film status for this film i can't say the name and um there's something great about controlling like people think scream queens just come on and they go ah! and i don't always play the victim but there's something great about challenging something like that where you're like what's my first emotion and then you know what's my second of like this is the end. I once heard the weirdest story that haunted me, but I understood it is the, the BT. Whatever. Kill. Um, You're freezing. You froze that time. What was it? Did you say BTK killer? Yeah. And he was strangling this, um, this prostitute. And he said that right before she died, he could tell she accepted it. Oh she yeah. Life. And I was like, that's crazy. Like that's a crazy thing. So there's something crazy about exploring like death on that level. And that's the most extreme feeling without just crying. You know, anyone can cry and scream if you really want to. Right. Okay. So what's your next, we got three what, minutes. what's your next movie? What do you got lined up? Oh God, I, I'm going to Alabama next month to do Alabama Rose, which I'm stoked about. I'm allowed to talk about it, but it's basically a, a um, stalker movie. Uh, I'm excited because I thought Alabama was just the sticks um, because I'm a little bit dumb. Uh, it's right on the water and the house where the house is like, 15 bedrooms, 
gorgeous. So I'm going to figure, I'm going to get to see Alabama, which is the perk of act is you get to go to all these places that you wouldn't right. normally go to. So I'm excited about that. And as far as I just finished writing a script with, um, uh, Tony Leon, Anthony Leon, and um, I'm really stoked about it. So I'm I'm in the shopping mode of that, and then I'm getting a camera, and I'm going to start doing a documentary. And I'm still waiting to see if the, that rom-com I wrote with another writer, Nicole Larson, gets picked up. So I feel like I'm in waiting mode, but I'm also open to shoot. So God damn it, get me back to work. So you guys listen up because we've only got go we have like two minutes. Too. So listen, you guys follow Sadie on Twitter. She's at Sadie underscore cats. Her Instagram is Sadie Cats. It's S A D I E K A T Z. Check out Megan. Uh, she's got Clown Fear. Megan. Automation was Automation was a a really fun movie. Check out her documentary, The Bill, Bill Murray Experience. If you're looking for Halloween stuff, she's got Blood Feast, Bus Party to Hell, Wrong Turn Six, Last Resort, and the Amityville Harvest that just came out from Lionsgate yesterday, where she is the starring role in the film. And we can't wait to watch you in it. We, you look beautiful in the trailer. You look beautiful today, and I'm super excited to see you in the film. She is beautiful. So listen, if you're available next Saturday, we'll call and come by and we'll fix your Wi-Fi. And then you and Miles can drive up to Santa Clarita with us to go visit Felicia Rose if she's in town. <laughs> she won't be in town. It's Halloween because weekend. I know she was out because she's in town the weekend. So everybody, she's signing pictures all over the place. I know. So you guys, really, everybody, please support the Amityville Harvest. Sadie, we think you're great. Um, you got to let us know what's going on with Token White Girl Podcast. We'll help promote it. I think it. I, I think, think it's, it's a great idea. Hilarious. Ron does not think because Ron always says everybody's starting a show. Everybody's starting a show. You're the only person who started a show, and he's just, he didn't say everybody's starting a show. Well, he's like well, this could well, be a let, good let show. Let me explain something, and I want to. Like, I want to blow my. I want to blow my own horn. Jimmy Starr and I. I was the first show to podcast and split screen of anybody was my idea. Jimmy was a radio show. I said, I don't do radio and actor. Let's do TV. We are the first people to do podcasts. Now, everybody and their mother. are We're, doing, 13, we're going on 14 years. Yeah, everybody oh and their mother. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody and their mother now is doing podcasts and some of them stink. They think they, 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 they sit there in a sweatshirt looking like morons that they're going to do a good show. You I know well, and I know your personality, and I know that people will be hooked on you, that when they come in and see you once, they're going to want to see you again. Let's put it go. this way. Some people got it and make it pay. Some people can't even give it away. Well, Sadie Katz can well get it, believe me. So, so folks, tune in. So that's it, everybody. To, uh, Token White Girl Podcast. Check out the Amityville Harvest. We love you, Sadie. Thanks for coming on, and we'll see you soon. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone in the chat. Thanks, chat room, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thanks for all your support, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will send to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss
Here's some past episodes Download on iTunes The Jimmy Star Show With Ron Russell It's the Jimmy Star Show With Ron Russell